Let's get right into it. I'm going to get a little personal with y'all on this episode. Everyone has an astrology story, has an astrology journey. I'm going to share a little bit of mine with y'all because this thing is so beautiful to me. I love this so much. And most of you who follow me and know me already know how serious I am about this, how passionate I am. You know that word, passion, I'm passionate. You know, how fired up I am, how turned up I am about this, how I'm so driven to help people, add value to people, and even get a little background on my brand of astrology. Um, You know, it all started when I was about 12, 13 years old. It really piqued my interest when I would see newspapers. You know, we used to get newspapers. You know, newspapers get thrown on your front porch. I picked up one. And I used to see, I used to go for the comic book, the one with the little bubbles on it. And it go from block to block to block. And the, the characters in it are having conversations and stuff. And under that would be the horoscope section. At that time, I didn't know what it was. I just went under it because it was... It, it it's piqued my curiosity. Mind you, at this time, I didn't know anything about astrology. But I saw the date ranges. I knew my birthday, of course. And I would see this Aries, Taurus, Gemini, Pisces, Cancer, you know, Libra, Scorpio, all these different signs. And I was like, what is this? Then I went to my birthday and, you know, they would the horoscope with the, the daily horoscope would try to tell you how your day was going to look. And I was so interested in how this thing could tell me my day would be like this. So every day I would track. Or see, did my day go like that? You know, and I would come and get the newspaper just to look at that section, just to look at that section. And then, you know, that's when we had A.O.L. You've got mail. And you had to wait for that dial up. You had to wait for that whole little thing to come on. Oh, my God. But the AOL thing would pop up. And they always had the daily horoscope on it. So now I got faster access to it. A little bit faster. I could have still picked up the newspaper. But it also fascinated me how the AOL and the newspaper would be different. Then I would go on these other websites. It would be different. All I knew about that time was the horoscopes and that I was a tourist. The date range. Then I would get on these websites and... Slowly but surely, DSL came into the picture. A little bit faster than uh, a little bit faster than that. That that dial up that that noise. And I would just look towards towards. I would learn everything about towards towards. I'm a towards the bull, Ferdinand the bull. The old story about the bull being in the pasture, smelling on the flowers, and then a bee comes and disturbs him. You know, old story. And I was just astro.com, all these other different websites. And I would just study tours, tours. And then whatever girl I was interested in, study their sign because I knew their birthday. Then eventually I started comparing sun sign to sun sign for compatibility. A girl that's in my class, but I studied every sign. So I knew their mannerisms, their gestures, how they look, their hair, their eye structure, their face shape, how tall or short they may be. You know, how they look in terms of weight. How their skin looks. And I would go to school and I would actually see people walk the way it says a tourist man walks. Very smooth. Got a very smooth, serene style to them. But at the same time, you may see them kind of walk slow. I used to walk like that. And I would see other guys walk like that. You see a cancer woman. They may have a round face and round, big round eyes like a moon. 
their bodies would be round. I'm like, wow, they might have short little stubby fingers kind of. And when they put their fingers together, their hands together, it looks like little crab claws, just like a crab. You know, I would see these things. I would see the Aquarius with the long heads, kind of semblance of an alien. And like, oh, this person, wow, they were Aquarius. They was right. It was spot on. Pisces looking like a fish. Aries, pay attention to those woman eyebrows. Just like a ram's horn. It's the most amazing thing in the world. So now I'm getting into, oh, wow, people really look like this. Not knowing nothing about moon or ascended. I could have been picking up on somebody's ascended. But I knew that these people were what that sign said they were because, I, you know, I knew some of these people. And I would just study people. And I found myself doing it unconsciously. Found myself just doing it at lunch, looking at somebody. Oh, look at this. Look at here, Taurus. He said over there with the people. Oh, he said, look at the Gemini. Uh, look at, you know, just, just studying people, man. Just becoming a human computer, storing information. And as I grew up, I just kept on, kept on, kept on. Mind you, at this time, I still knew nothing about the moon, the moon sign, and the uh, rising sign, Mercury, Pluto, North Node, houses. What? Knew nothing about that. So then, all I knew was the elements, the modalities, Stuff like that. And the signs, the 12 signs. So then, you know, we get into, I'm about 22, 23 years old. And just like, I'm a Scorpio Ascendant. So just right on time, Scorpio Ascendants go through what? A dramatic thing in their life that shifts everything in their life. I went through that. That happened to me. What this thing was, was that I went through an experience where my mom, she decided, I actually, before this happened, I was already going through a transformation, lost jobs, lost this. My, my world was just crumbling, crumbling down, going through a state of depression. I was, I was like 22 at this time. And um, I just remember my mom bringing home some guy, never knew him. It was just so fast, so abrupt. I just remember this dude coming in my room one day, and my mom introducing him to me. And a couple of days later, he was in the house, just in the junk, just kicking it. But this situation ultimately turned tumultuous. It turned into very uh, domestic violence. And uh, can't believe I still can't believe I went through this. You know, me trying to help my mom and stuff like that. And um, ultimately... My mom ended up lying on me to the police twice, once in front of my face, once behind my back. Lying on me, right, to the police. Down to the point where, you know, I, I'm the one helping her go through the domestic violence and stuff. But I get turned on and everything that she wrote against me on these papers and stuff to get me arrested. Got sheriffs coming to my house, coming to the house, telling me it's time for me to leave. Got got five minutes to get my stuff. You know, you don't even give a chance to 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 say your part or, or rectify whatever's a lie now. You just got to get up and go. Ain't that something how the justice system is? But and I'm I'm completely caught off guard. Mind you, everything she wrote on these papers was about him drinking and putting his hands on her and doing all this different type of stuff. I never did. I never did any of that. So, do you know how it feels to face your own mom in the courtroom? Like, I really got to go in the courtroom. I'm on the defendant side, and my mom actually shows up to court with the dude that's been beating her up and mistreating her. The judge asks, ma'am, would you like to continue with these charges? And she says yes. 
with the dude standing next to her blew my mind. I mean, when I say my heart sank, do you know how that feels to have your own mom? You facing your own mom in court. She's potentially trying to put you behind bars for, for a lie. Could have completely obliterated my whole life. Luckily, I got Venus in the seventh house. See, I learned that later on. I'll talk to you about that later. But ultimately, you know, after this, I had to go to more court cases, more. Because now, you know, me and the guy getting into more altercations and situations. And he calling the police on me. He's lying on me. Now he's writing reports on me. Got to go to court two, three, four times. Eventually, he got to the point where it reared his head, and I just had to leave. I had to leave. Luckily, you know, I got connected back with my dad. All this stuff started to come back. And he helped look out for me in terms of finding an apartment, finding a place to stay. I found a, I found a place to stay in the worst neighborhood in Washington, D.C. you could possibly live in. I mean, you talk about back in the day type vibes. I mean, you really got the crack cocaine dealers out there on the block, boarded up windows, crackheads, junkies walking around, people butt naked in the middle of the street because they high off drugs. Crackheads jumping out the um jumping out the woods. It's really it was really that going on. Shooting, people getting murdered in broad daylight. It was really that bad. Even to the point where my apartment building was in an alley. And I had to go down these steps, very dungeon-like. I didn't even have a front entrance. And I had to go down some steps and go through another gate, this old squeaky gate to get down to my apartment where I had no furniture besides the basic furniture, meaning a bed, a dresser, nice thing. Didn't even have a TV, didn't have none of that. Had Didn't have a microwave. I had the oven, you know, refrigerator, all that stuff. But there, that's where I was like, wow, I'm here now. Wow. I could have been in jail. I could have been so many places. All I took with me was a trash bag full of a few underclothes, a few things to to start. But I kept going. I kept going, man. You know? Now that I'm thinking back on it, I'm getting, it's starting to make me get a little sentimental. Because I'm like, yo, I just had a couple pairs of drawers, a couple... I was like, man, you know, I don't know where life is taking me from here, but I know, man, it can't get no, no, no lower than this. I mean, leaking ceilings, roaches on the outside of the apartment didn't necessarily always make it in. Crackheads walking up and down the street, people walking around with guns strapped to them, walking around the streets. I was on a one way street, too. It's that bad, man. And uh, I just remember being in there by myself. And that's, I didn't have no TV or now. I just had my phone. And I started going, going to work. Started going back to what I knew, astrology. Started to gain an understanding of myself. And that's when I discovered, went back to astro.com and saw that, wow, hold on. I have my birth time, all this stuff entered. And, uh... I started to see this whole chart with all these symbols, all this stuff, all this breakdown. I was like, wow, what does all this mean? Granted, this already confirmed what I felt as a kid. Granted, when I was a kid, I used to always feel like, do some people come into the world with better lives than others? Some people just did that. Do we come in? Is this scripted? Do we even have a chance? Do we control anything? And then when I saw my chart and I started to break it down, it confirmed to me that, no, 
This is a script. We come into this life. We, we take that script. We sign under that line and we shoot into this world. And we live out that script that we agree to the terms and conditions. Or for people who don't subscribe to that, yeah, it's just a it's just a roll of the dice, struck a luck. But you got the chart that you got. Yeah. So I'm so I'm looking deeper into my chart. And as I look into my chart, I see the exact things that I went through. So let me break this down for you guys. Because this helped me in my healing process. This helped me in my growth. This helped me to be the person that I'm sitting here talking to you guys about what astrology did for me. So as I'm going through my chart, first thing I noticed, you know, the Scorpio ascendant thing, where it says, you know, Scorpio ascendants will go through a dramatic event in their life that completely is like the turning point. A complete shift of ego, complete transformation. I'm like, wow, okay. And even when I got more into the Scorpio ascendant, I started looking how I look. You know, Scorpio ascendants have a, have a beak-like nose. My nose has a curvature to it. My eyes have this, this kind of eagle, bird-like curvature, serious, direct, straightforward gaze that I have, you know? I started to see my physical features, but back to the point. Had that dramatic shift. I'm like, well, okay, that happened to me. Breaking down my chart a little bit more. And then I see where in my chart it says, be weary of a lot of op a lot of enemies, a lot of hidden enemies. I'm sorry, I didn't know nothing about the houses at this point. I'm just reading a little report that Astro.com gives to you called your personal portrait that you can buy. I'm just reading that. I'm like, wow, okay, okay, okay. Then when I actually start to learn astrology, learn the houses, learn the moon, learn all of this different type of stuff, I learned that my moon is in the 12th. My Jupiter's in the 12th. I got Mars and Aries in the fifth house. It's kind of on the cusp of the fifth and the sixth, but it's right there in the fifth house. You know, my son and my Mercury are in my sixth house. But let me put this story together for you guys. So my moon being in the 12th house, my 12th house is naturally ruled by Libra. I'm a Scorpio moon. Scorpio Jupiter as well. That's both of those are placed in the 12th house. My Pluto and Scorpio is on my ascendant. But let's break this down. So we already see where I went through the transformation, you know, we got the Pluto. Pluto completely destroyed what? Me. It completely made who? Me. Go through a complete ego shift. A complete change of ego. I went through that. I went through that shift. You know? So I saw that. I saw where I was in life. Where Pluto has the, the capabilities to completely obliterate and destroy your life. I saw that. It was the most amazing thing in my life. I was like, wow. So then when we look at my moon being in my 12th house, you know what that told me? The moon being the mom. 12th house Libra. Libra rules open enemies, but the 12th house rules hidden enemies. So my mom was my hidden open enemy. Wow. She was right there in front of my face, but really she was against me. Wow. It really blew my mind, right? Right? And when these situations transpired, when these situations went down, guess what happened? It was very Mars-like, right? It was a lot of violence, Mars, Aries. It was some police involvement, Mars, Aries. It was some weapons involved, Mars, Aries. All of these particular things happened. You know, it was a lot of that energy going on here. 
And guess what else? You know, my moon is in conjunct my Mars, quincunx my Mars. A lot of this came from me and my mom getting into a lot of yelling matches and stuff like that. But it was a she was a hidden enemy. She was right behind my back doing stuff. So then we get off to the Jupiter aspect of we know that Jupiter does what? Travel to long distance places. You know, it expands us, it expands our wisdom and our knowledge. So ultimately what ended up happening to me is I had to do what? I had to Jupiter, had to travel to a place, to a faraway place. It was far away from my home and be alone, 12th house, isolated. And it ultimately aided in my wisdom and my knowledge. It ultimately aided in my growth and my expansion on a what? On a 12th house spiritual level. That's in my that's in my 12th house. Can't make this stuff up. And if you want to confirm even more, I got Venus opposing Pluto. So my relationship, relationship with who? My mother was the very thing that destroyed me, but also aided in my rebirth. It aided in my growth. Okay, cool. So now when, when I started to break this down, I'm like, whoa, that's crazy. That's crazy. So then when I look at my Chiron, I end up finding out about Chiron. I got Chiron and Virgo in the 10th house. This confirmed it even more. And this is what really, really, really helped with my growth. Is that Chiron in the 10th house, these people typically go through, 10th house is the rulership of law enforcement. These people go through being lied on to the police. These people go through harsh, cruel you know, authoritative figures, mine being my mom. They typically go through a dad being overly strict or being absent. My dad was what? Absent. Opposite to my 10th house is my fourth house of Aquarius and Pisces cusp. My Saturn is in Pisces. My mom is Aquarius. My dad is a Pisces. You can't make this up. Saturn deals with the karma of your dad. Mine is in Pisces. We're going to talk about that too one day. Can't make this up. Fourth house, Aquarius, Pisces, cuss. My mom is Aquarius. My dad is a Pisces. Okay? Chiron is in Virgo. My mom, my mom is a Virgo ascendant. <laughs> I'm a Taurus moon. My mom is a Scorpio. I mean, she's, I'm a Taurus sun. Sorry about that. I'm a Scorpio moon. My mom is a moon in Taurus. Okay? My fourth house is in Aquarius. She's Aquarius. See all this stuff coming together here? Now, when I saw that, I was lied on to the police by my own mom. And I saw that that Chiron was there in the 10th house. I was like, whoa, that was the thing that was like, whoa. Come on now. This stuff is not. This stuff can't be real. My dad was in and out, wasn't around. Wow. He was absent. Wow. I do. I did have problems at one time in my life finding out what I wanted to do, do for a living. When I got out of high school, I was that guy to say, you know, I don't know what I really want to do. If you teach me something, I'll be good at it. I even It even got down to the point where I randomly one day sent my information off to places like ITT Tech, culinary art school, medical schools, business schools, tech schools, all these other different types of schools. And I said, whoever is the first person to respond, that's where I'm going. Guess what? A medical school is the first person, the first entity that replied. And that's where I ended up taking my course of study and ultimately my career that started in dental. And now it's in medical. Chiron and Virgo, medical. Medical health. Can't make this stuff up, guys. So, I saw that in my chart. 
But now the person that you see and that you hear that you're talking to today, I'm going to tell you my trine, how this worked out for me. Chiron is in a trine to my my Mercury and my son that's in the sixth house. Also, Chiron told me that I had problems with my daily routines and scheduling and planning. I struggle with that even to this day. You know, being keeping a routine, keeping a schedule, keeping a plan, even being organized. It's not my thing, guys. I'm still struggling with that. But when I saw this Chiron, it helped me heal. It took me three months to forgive my mom. Went back and told her, Ma, don't even sweat it. We good. Couldn't explain to her that what I've stumbled upon and what led to this clarity in my life and my new obsession. She wasn't going to understand it at that time. But that's what it was. I was able to forgive like that. I also went through a period of anger because I saw this Chiron placement in my 10th house and it angered me. I was like, yo, so I, I chose this or this was put here in my life, whichever one you choose to think from. Like what? I went through a period of a month of just being angry at God, angry at the universe, angry, just angry because this was already placed here. Are you serious? But I have a Chiron trine. I learned what a trine was. Creates opportunities. It's beneficial for you. So flow of energy is good. Something that's sitting right in front of your face that you can utilize. Chiron trine, Mercury, Chiron trine, the sun. So my son is in the sixth house. So you guys, most of you know me from Clubhouse, right? So my son is in the sixth house. The sixth house is what? Work. It's how you add value to society. It's how you serve the people. So you guys always what? You always, you see me, the sun. You see me doing what? My actions, working, adding value to people, serving people. How am I doing it? My son is conjunct my Mercury in that same house. I'm doing it with my words, Mercury. I'm doing it through technology, on Clubhouse, on YouTube, on this podcast. Right? Now, we're trying that up to my Midhaven, which is in Leo. A little bit of Virgo influences my 10th house as well because my Leo is at 29 degrees. I acknowledge cusp. Other people may not, but I do. And I have a 10th house cusp. Leo, 29 degrees, a little bit of Virgo influence going on in that house. So how we put this together, we know that Leo deals with what? Being seen. It's the sun. Being seen. Being on stage. So you guys see me, what? Working. Using my mouth, talking. Using my mind on a electronic stage. Leo, electronic Mercury. Talking about astrology. And how am I doing it? I'm doing it. All you guys hear me say is, I just want to add value to the people. This is for the people. There's a little bit of Virgo in there. It's a little bit of Virgo in there. Where I want to help the people. I want to serve the people. And that's my story. I also had Uranus in the third house. Uranus being a ruler of what? Astrology. The awakening enlightenment. Third house being a community. I'm awakening and enlightening the community using astrology and my own unique and original way. I have my style. I understand that people want to get down to the technicals and all this other stuff that I do understand. But I don't choose to exercise that because it doesn't fit my goal and what I, what I want to accomplish and what I'm trying to bring to the people. I have my own unique and original way that I want to bring astrology to the community. See, I have Neptune in the second house of Sagittarius. 
See, I'm, I'm also teaching. I'm a spiritual. I look at myself as a spiritual teacher, a mentor that brings awakening to the collective consciousness. Neptune. How am I doing it? How am I doing it? Sagittarius, I'm teaching. I'm, I'm leading people. I'm like a coach, a mentor to people. And that's how we're making that happen, guys. It's all in the chart, and that's what inspires me. You know? That's what's got me doing what I do. My passion is my pain. My pain is my passion. Chiron is conjunct my midhaven. You know? I turned that around. And now you guys see me on Clubhouse, thanks to some of my friends. You know, thanks to a few people behind the scenes pushing me and believing in me, telling me that I was that I could do this while my Chiron and Virgo was saying you got to be perfect. But see, the birth chart don't lie, guys. It's all there. We're living out our lives, whether we want to accept it or not. And this is why I do what I do, because I want to help other people heal. I want to empower other people. I want other people to be on the right track, living out their purpose. Having an understanding of the things that's going on in their life. Forgive their past pains. Reprogram their subconscious. Transform the ego. Use these powers that are at their disposal. We got to get this right. Astrology is nothing but the manual. The blueprint. It's a tool. It's not the end all be all. But a lot of things have birthed from astrology. They tried to hide this knowledge from you guys for so long, but I'm not letting it happen. And I'm going to bring it to you in the most simple, concise, precise, practical way. And I won't stop. And you're going to get some coaching, some mentorship. You're going to get some spiritual guidance. You're going to get a brother. You're going to get a therapist. You're going to get all that in one. Because this is real life astrology. Nobody sitting up here trying to flex their intellectual muscles or scare people off or think that I'm a superior then. I want to be down there with the grassroots, down there with the people, making it happen, learning this stuff, ironing this stuff out. Let's get this. Let's body these birth charts. Let's make it happen, guys. I'm with you. I'm with you. That's my story. That's why I do astrology. That's why. That's why. That's my why. That's my why. If you are interested in getting a natal chart reading from me, theastromotivator.com is where you can go to. Theastromotivator at gmail.com is where you can shoot me an email. There's a phone number in my bio of Twitter, Instagram, and Clubhouse where you can call or text me directly to get in contact with me, to ask me a question or set up a consultation. It will be me, the guy that is on this podcast talking to you right now. Follow me on Twitter, Vontae Stay Ahead. Tweet me. Follow me on Clubhouse, Vontae underscore Stay Ahead. Ping me. Follow me on Instagram, Vontae underscore What's Next. DM me. Like one of my posts. Follow me. We're going to make this happen. We're going to do what? We're going to heal grow, empower, and we're going to learn. Yeah.